You're listening to a Trav Market Media Network podcast, a podcast designed for you, the travel professional. Is there something you would like to hear or do you have feedback? Please write to us at podcast at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcast with an S at travmarketmedia.com. Hi, it's Megan, host of Travel Radio Podcast, a proud member of the Trav Market Media Podcast Network. Would you take a moment now to like, subscribe, and review the podcast? You can also reach me at info at travelradiopodcast.com, or you could reach the network at travmarketmedia.com. Travel professional or aspiring professional traveler, I'm so thankful you tuned in. Now, let's dig into where our ears will travel today. Hello and welcome to another live edition of Travel Radio Podcast. If you're watching with us, welcome. We're on Facebook Live. It will be reposted later to YouTube and also as audio to the podcast. But I want to talk today specifically about the live St. Patrick's Day festivities because we can't go. And um, although it is a favor for Americans, we can't go and we are missing our Irish friends and they are missing us. We can watch it live and there's some highlights. And most importantly, we should talk about St. Patrick the Man and why we celebrate this event. So to join me today to help us get into this a little better is a friend of mine, an amazing tour guide and your friend in Dublin, Ireland, Kathy Whelan. Kathy, welcome to the program. Hello, welcome. Thank you. Yes. Happy St. Patrick's Day. That isn't. Yes, that isn't. <laughs> oh my. Two years in a row. This is as close as we're getting to I doing know. it today from, from at home. Yeah. Oh, Kathy. Kathy, you were on the podcast before and we just talked about, you know, what Di- Dublin and what Ireland means to you as a local and what you would hope tourists would get out of it you know, for, as being mm-hmm. someone who loves there and appreciates their country. So I thought, you know, you'll be a perfect guest for me today to kind of talk about where we can watch these festivities live and maybe sort through the many, many online events so that we can yeah. really get some things out of it. So would you just take a minute to start and introduce yourself? Okay. Well, I'm uh, Kathy Whelan and uh, I'm a small independent tour operator here in Dublin Uh, Most of my work is with private uh, North Americans coming in, small groups. They want to whiz around the country in their own little private jalopy and have somebody like me say, this is this and this is this and have the crack and go eat Irish food, etc. But then I also work with um, uh, tour operator uh, bus companies. So again, I jump on and travel all around Ireland showing people the best of what we've got and the kyol and the crack, the music and the song, etc. So normally on, um, you know, a week like this, even though traditionally in Ireland, uh, tours never actually go out on uh, St. Patrick's Day. It's one of the the few days we don't go out because the streets are just crazy everywhere you go. But this year, um, everything I'm doing is virtual. So like everybody else, whether it's musicians, poets, artists, etc., we're all sitting at home doing virtual everything. (laughs) So are you giving virtual tours then, like walking tours? Yeah. Yeah, no, not so much walking tours because, again, if you take somebody, for example, to Trinity College, which you would have visited, you know, in your own time here, mm-hmm. you can't get in past the gate. So ah. saying to somebody, I'll take you on a tour of Trinity stops at the gate. But, no, we're doing other things like um, talking people through 
uh, pre-recorded indoor tours like Trinity College there is one on the the festival program which I'd highly recommend because it's normally 20 odd euro for people to see it so no everything virtual just talk walk through yeah yeah, I've paid it. I've done it. It's worth it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, oh. now it is. But the queue, I mean, you know, then maybe the queue mm. to get into Trinity College, the, the library, you could queue there for an hour. So this yeah. time just to sit in your armchair, have a cup of coffee and see it is fantastic and it's free. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Well, we should book something. We just last, last weekend did a um, talk on of Lima, Peru with a gal who's a tour guide that I connected with on Instagram. And it was really well received. Yeah. We had about 20 people and yeah. I would not have thought to visit Lima, Peru. I mean, I would think like, yeah, yeah I would go there, but now just armed with the information and seeing it through a local perspective, I'm like charged. To go, so I yeah, think I'd be- love to go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that we should do something yeah. on, on Dublin. Um, we'll have we'll talk about that offline. But you know, just to get to today's schedule a little bit, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do St. Patrick the Man, where to watch and event highlights. So, uh, would you um, just give us a little talk on about you know <laughs> this holiday had an origin. <laughs> More besides getting together with your bros and getting hammered in your local pub. Like, (laughs) can you give us... I'm glad you mentioned getting together with the bros and getting hammered in the pubs that are closed for a year now. (laughs) Um, The festival is an unusual one, but Mm -hmm. most people, uh, whether you're Irish around the world uh, or, you know, you're somebody with Irish heritage, everybody seems to know the festival like Rio de Janeiro. You know, it's one for your bucket list. But nobody actually really knows much about St. Patrick. Um, And there's lots of really funny uh, ironies to St. Patrick. So, Mm. for example, now it's not stated in stone. It's all very vague. But to the best of our knowledge, St. Patrick wasn't Irish. He came from either Britain, somewhere in Britain, whether that was England, Scotland or Wales. Mm. What's notable, though, at that time is that the British Isles would have been under Roman control. So we were all pretty much Roman to one degree or another. The story goes, though, that St. Patrick was born to a Christian deacon and his wife in the Isles over there. And uh, this was around 390. Mm. Um, what we're sure about was he was in Ireland around the 5th century as a missionary. But the traditional tale goes that he came in from the British Isles. Uh, he was uh, stolen by Irish raiders, brought here, kept here for six years. Yeah, He worked as a shepherd lonely out in the fields on his own. And it was because of the loneliness that he turned to religion. Mm-hmm. So he apparently became a devout Christian. And then he had a dream and it was God, a voice from God saying, leave Ireland. So at that point, it was thought he was brought to County Antrim, which is up in the north of Ireland, or County Mayo, which was on the west coast. When he got this uh, message from God to leave, it said he walked 200 miles to the Irish coast, left and went back to Britain as we know it today. Mm -hmm. And then he had a second um, message in a dream from an angel saying, no, you must go back to Ireland and help to convert the pagans to Christianity. So it was at that point that he went for 15 years training and studying religion and so on. And then he came back to Ireland. Um, 
Again, he's given the credit, though, for converting the Irish pagans to Christianity. But there's the second little irony of the situation, because Pope Celestine, who would have been the Pope sort of around the 5th century, the dates again are a little vague, he had sent somebody called Palladius to Ireland. Uh, so while Patrick gets the credit for converting us, it seems that Palladius was here first. Oh. And Patrick signed off his last two documents as Patricius. So it said that he helped to spread Christianity, but he didn't actually introduce it to Ireland. Mm. Um, we kind of adopted him, though, lovingly, uh, for the simple <laughs> reason that, yeah, <laughs> apparently we adopted him lovingly, for the simple reason that at that time the pagans would have worshipped everything nature. So, for example, at Easter they lit bonfires because they worshipped um, the gods of fire. So St. Patrick was very clever in that when he was teaching Christianity and uh, etc., he did, he did a few things. Number one, he uh, lit the bonfires at Easter, so the pagans came along to worship the fire. The biggest thing he's known for then is if you look at a, a Christian cross, for example, you know, we all know this symbol. Mm -hmm. St. Patrick superimposed the circle of the sun onto that cross for the pagans because they worship the sun. And so this is why Ireland is the only country in the world to have what we know as a Celtic cross. Mm -hmm. So that's his kind of big claim to fame, shall we say, in many ways. But he, um, he was also said to use, and I can see in your lovely uh, um, image here, shamrock. Mm -hmm. So it was thought that even though the shamrock, which was called Seamroy by the Celts, okay. St. Patrick was said to have used the triple leaf of it to teach the Holy Trinity to the pagans. Yeah. And so now this is why I have my shamrock offers on today and we all wear shamrock on yeah. St. Patrick's Day because the 17th was meant to be his birthday. Yeah. Ah okay so hence the date while we celebrate. Yeah. Is is this St. Patrick who supposedly drove the snakes out of Ireland? Is this part of his folklore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of things about St. Patrick. A he's not Irish but he's our patron saint. He's <laughs> our patron saint but he was never canonized. Uh, he became the patron saint because of, as I say, using the incorporating the pagan symbols. The myth about the snakes, this is a really funny one. It's probably the funniest because <laughs> Ireland, uh, prior to that time in the 5th century, we had come from the glacial age. So we were surrounded, we were ice, you know, mm -hmm. so it was too cold for snakes. Then as the Emerald Isle and this tiny little island became, you know, surrounded by water, Snakes couldn't have got into Ireland. They don't swim. <laughs> so, you know, we never actually had any snakes. We, we, we say the only snakes in Ireland are the politicians. <laughs> it's a pity he didn't get rid of them. <laughs> oh, well, if he was around, <laughs> so he might. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, was, it was a total myth. Um, but, you know, this is Irish culture. Um, things get exaggerated through storytelling and myths and tales mm -hmm. and legends down through the years you know so you know if people think oh will he banish the snakes who okay. cares you know yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did. exactly <laughs> yeah well um let's go on to the um and onto where we can find some of these things and just appropriately the snake is actually weaving mm -hmm. its way across the screen 
So it sure is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Gushik era. So uh, a, a little bit about the parade, as you said at the start there, Megan. The parade once upon a time, that just didn't exist. Yeah. Um, St. Patrick's Day traditionally was a Catholic feast. People stayed at home or they went to the church and they prayed all day and it was somber and it was solace and so on. And we have you Americans to, to thank for the parades and, and everything that it is today because it was the Irish people living in the States who, you know, for a little taste of home, for example, on March 17th, started having little street parties and parades and downing uh, or, uh, you know, drinks in honour of Ireland, etc. Um, and so that's how this sort of spectacle became a spectacle and the festival that it is today. So we'll, we'll blame the Irish and the Americans or uh, in the States or we'll give them the credit for giving us this great festival that we now have, you know. Those are my people in Philadelphia. It's all the Americans' faults. <laughs> Those are my family. <laughs> Yeah, they're your family and we love them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, seriously, my family, they're, they're mummers and the mummers parades. It's probably something you don't know, but um, yeah, the, the Philadelphia Irish, those are those are my people. So <laughs> ah, yeah. It's a great day, though. I mean, it really is. It's an ode to Irish culture all around the world. It's fantastic, you know? Sure. And then... Um, let me let's go to where people can see the schedule, which there is just so, yeah. so much happening. Um, yeah. So um, in terms of the festival itself, so for anybody who's been in Ireland before on March the 17th, the typical situation would be 500,000 people in the city centre lining the streets, dressed in green, drinking far too much, falling over um, with 100,000 visitors from all over the world. This year, obviously, and last year, the festival was cancelled completely. So this year they got ahead and they have come up with this schedule of 100 different events. Um, the festival itself always runs here for five days with the kind of culmination on St. Patrick's Day itself or St. Paddy's Day, as we call it here. Um, so this year they put together uh, the five days Um it's artists, it's musicians, it's uh, historians, it's people teaching everything from kids yoga to food, etc. All things Irish. So there are a couple of things in the schedule, though, when I was running down through it there myself. The beauty of the schedule is two things. Number one, you can watch it day by day. Mm -hmm. Number two, on the rte.ie rte is our big tv station oh i can get uh, you can go back into the player yeah but if you go into the player you can re-watch things um again the beauty of it is there's a couple of things here which are really big for tourism for example we mentioned at the start of the interview there the tour of trinity college uh, the old library um, you can do that it was recorded last friday and then it's repeated, I think it's today, uh, but again, available on playback. That's something definitely worth doing because it's a very, very famous library and it's beautiful. Um, the other thing, again, the heart of Ireland or what we call the chakra of Ireland is a place called the Hill of Ishmoc, which is right in the centre of the country. Um, it's somewhere that pay, uh, pagan festivals happen at different times of the year. So there's a virtual tour of that. 
Um, the Guinness, the walking tour around the Guinness storehouse is a lovely uh, tour to do. It's virtual. I think that's maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Actually, that's Wednesday. That's St. Patrick's Day itself. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody then who is an interest, would say in the legends of Ireland, there's a series uh, and it's running each day, a different episode of legends, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I like is the food one. Uh, you know, where there's somebody introducing the different eras of food that we've gone through and how we ate as a result of the land we had or the famine that we went through and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. And then obviously at the moment with a lot of parents at home and their kids and probably like yourself, you know, looking for something to do. uh, For many, many, many years, there was one particular group in Ireland called Spree, who did most of the big floats. Um, mm-hmm. So say for your argument, say the American marching bands were coming in and they wanted a, an Irish prop. Um, the other one then that appealed to me was Irish music, again, from the time of the Celts. Uh, and particularly while Irish uh, Ireland was going through the period where we weren't allowed to speak our own language and so on. Uh, under British control. Um, at that point, music became even a, a, a bigger influence and something we turned to. And a very famous pub now in Dublin called the Cobblestone is considered to be uh, one of the best places to hear trad music. So they're opening up the pub each night with a different uh, trad band. And again, it's a kind of a daily thing you'll see on the, on the uh, schedule, uh, the Cobblestone sessions. Um, what else did I particularly like? St. Patrick's Day itself, that's just fun-filled. Uh, there will be a small virtual parade on about midday. Then the tour of the Liberties and the Guinness area, as I mentioned. The highlight then generally when things are live in Dublin, uh, at night time on St. Patrick's Day, there's a big firework display. So again, that'll be virtual to watch uh, online on the day. Um, they'd be kind of my 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 personal choice because it gives you a little bit of music, a little bit of food, a little bit of something for the kids, um, and some free tours into some really interesting spots. And um, the tourists generally coming into the country will go and visit. Um, but I think if if people just generally run down through the schedule, see it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, whether it's poetry or it's art or it's song or it's dance or it's whatever, you know. Yeah, and I'm just going to go to the website. Th- those are great tips, and um, the ki- I'm going to give my kids are actually asynchronous learning today, which is basically not learning, but we're going to watch some of these yeah. things as they unfold. But just to read off yeah. these websites for people that are just listening, yeah, it's St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. Dot IE is the home of the festival. Yeah. Again, that's S T P A T R I C K S D A Y dot IE. And then the yeah. guide can be found um, on the same page, um, but you yeah. need to do forward slash media. It's pretty much going to get you there. It's going to get you a lot of other stuff also. Yeah. Then, on the on the home page, Megan of yeah. uh, Saint Patrick's Day uh, IE, there is actually just a little icon you can click to download the whole program. Oh yes, okay. So you don't even need the second link. Yeah. 
Great. And that's also where SPF TV is and, and the link for and then the link to the local broadcast channel is rte.ie. Again, that's rte.ie. Cool. For that one, they would need to put, I beg your pardon, maybe I forgot to put it forward slash culture. Oh, forward slash culture. Great. And I'll put all those in the show notes so nobody misses them. So yeah, perfect. There you go. Cool. Well then, um, you know, we do have a group of people watching online and this will be the time that if you have a question to ask about St. Patrick's Day or even about Dublin in general, you're free to, to ask Kathy. Otherwise, um, she is available for, through her Facebook page, which is Kathy Whalen. I'm going to pull it up right now. Kathy Whalen. Okay, facebook.com forward slash Kathy Whalen Independent Tours. And Kathy was our tour guide, which then, you know, we got this horrible storm. It actually didn't happen, but she was like our mom on the beach calling us in and updating the <laughs> updating us with the ferry schedule. And if it could even land or not, it was crazy. But if you need a friend in Dublin, Kathy is your tour guide. So... Um, and if you want to borrow my fuzzy boppers, you can borrow them too. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, there is one thing I'd like you to clarify before you scoot out of here, um, is you kept saying, sure. you know, have the crack and at the beginning of mm. our conversation. And I know from our previous conversation about the crack, but would you <laughs> give us a little, a little explanation quick? Yeah. Okay. So crack is the only country in the world. Ireland is the only country, I should say, in the world where you can have the crack and it's perfectly legal. Crack <laughs> is the Gaelic word. <laughs> crack is the, is the Gaelic word for fun. So in Ireland, you'll hear people say the crack August Keol, and that is fun and music. So, yeah, crack is, is a, a nice clean word in our territory. <laughs> Yeah, there are some there are some less <laughs> family friendly words, but they yeah, all ones. <laughs> they all go into the crack. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And if anybody wants to kind of test their Irish skills over the next couple of days, if you want to say to somebody "Happy St Patrick's Day," you'd say "Lo fela podrick." That's the Gaelic for it. Lo fela lo. Law Podrick. Podrick. Oh, Patrick. Yeah. Podrick. So okay. let, let's find an easy way to say it. Say law, uh, law as in law and order. Uh-huh. Uh, fela, uh, fela exam. You fela exam if you don't go to school. Uh-huh. So law, fela, Podrick. Podrick is the Gaelic word for Patrick. Law, fela, Podrick. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, you were good at those, uh, you know, finding a synonym or, um, I don't know, a phonetically more fitting way to remember it. That's good. Yeah, you have to on the tour buses because, I mean, it's, it's great when you're dealing with maybe Americans, Canadians, English speaking. But most of the time, you know, you could be speaking with any dialect and you have to find a way to 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 let them know how to say something. You know, it's like slauncher. Everybody gets that wrong even though they'll drink 20 pints of Guinness while they're here, you know. <laughs> Go figure that doesn't help you with your Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, Kathy, it's been a privilege and a pleasure. I thank you for your time. And uh, let's thank let's you. seriously talk about a time to do, you know, a, a, a virtual talk on of, you know, whatever, whatever you choose. Maybe we'll put a survey out to see what people may be interested sure. in. But that would be nice. 
Well, it's good to see That'd you. Great. And, in, and in the meantime, thank you for having me on again and ha enjoy your St. Patrick's Day there across the pond and don't let the kids get on top of you too much. Stick them in front of the TV and do kids yoga for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I will try. I will try. We are trying our best to be off screens. It's just such a hard time. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there's, mm -hmm. anyway, it's an interesting time in the world. But, Kathy, thank you so very much. Absolutely. I appreciate you being my well. Thank you, everybody. Pleasure. Yes. Thank you. Slonja. Slonja. You're listening to a Trav Market Media Network podcast, a podcast designed for you, the travel professional. Is there something you would like to hear or do you have feedback? Please write to us at podcasts at travmarketmedia.com. Again, that's podcasts with an S at travmarketmedia.com.